you may recall the modern day tragedy, the Indian Ocean tsunami, the tsunami that happened the day after Christmas 2004, and more than 230,000 people lost their lives. Snap storyteller Jeff Greenwald, he went to the island of Sri Lanka, one of the hardest hit countries, to do some humanitarian aid work just a few months after the event. As I traveled down to the south coast town of Matara, I came across a smiling young man who was waving to me outside of his brand new hotel. The young owner, Arjun, was desperate for guests. He flagged me down. Stay in our hotel, he said. We have beautiful rooms, the beach is completely safe, we've got a great chef, and I tell you what, I'll give you a room for half price. It was an offer I couldn't refuse. Every day I would go out in the morning and look out at the ocean. This ocean that had created so much horror in the months just past. And remembering the craziness and chaos that had unfolded here just months ago. Like many people who lived in Sri Lanka, I was totally creeped out at this point. Somehow the ocean had been a demonic force, something that had taken so many lives that to just get in and casually start swimming seemed almost sacrilegious. But on my third day there, with the temperature in the 90s, I could hardly resist. Arjun walked with me out to the beach. Go on, go on, he said, there's nothing to worry about. I went up up to my knees, lay out flat, and then started breaststroking out into the warm, luscious water. I swam out for about 50 yards, and then I stopped. The, the water was so shallow that I could easily stand up. I felt something really strange under my foot, almost like a twig, but not quite. I bent over into the water, reached down. It was a bone, a small white bone. Probably just a bird bone, I thought, and threw it back into the ocean. I swam some more, stopped, and stood up again. This time I felt a whole bunch of these little stick-like objects under my feet. I reached down and scooped up a whole handful, brought them up. They were all bones. These were human bones. A tooth a finger bone, a toe bone, pieces of rib. I began to shake all over. I was swimming on top of a, of a pile of bones. I started to gulp water. I've got to get out of here, I thought. Kicking, 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 and working my way as quickly as I could to the shore. It was months after the tsunami, but the remnants of all these human lives was still lying right below me. Arjuna saw me. He began to shout, What's wrong? What's wrong? Arjuna yelled, the ocean is full of bones, it's full of human bones. He stood there and began laughing. Don't worry, he said, don't worry. Last November when we built the hotel, we just tore up the old cemetery. That's what you're seeing. These bones, they have nothing to do with the tsunami. Arjun was right. Somehow, that made it all okay. I opened my hand and looked at the bones, which I'd still been clutching. They were no longer so terrifying. These weren't the remains of victims who had been lost in the tsunami. These are anonymous bones, antique bones, of people who had died over generations, many of them peacefully, some of them in their sleep. I let them fall into the water and began my breaststroke out towards the horizon, perfectly content to swim above this ocean of bones. 
Jeff Greenwald, ladies and gentlemen. Jeff Greenwald, author of Snake Lake and several other books. We'll have a link to the world of Jeff on our website, snapjudgment.org. 